this week's episode of Free Circle Freedoms. In this week's episode, we dive back inside the Visualized American Government, 1964 edition. We're going to cover the next set of principles of the American constitutional system. Let's get into this, huh? left off with principle number four. We start this week off with principle number five. Popular sovereignty. That is, dependence of the government upon the consent of the governed. This dependence upon the will of the majority later was defined by Lincoln as government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Although popular sovereignty at first was not synonymous with democracy, the Constitution furnished a favorable environment for the gradual development of political and social democracy. In this development, two factors were of primary significance. First, the gradual extension of the suffrage, and second, the tradition that the electorate has a right to participate directly in shaping public policy through public assembly, petitions, use of the press, personal letters to officials, and all the other methods by which public opinion, under a system of free speech and press, can crystallize and make itself known. Six, equality of the citizens before the law, and their right, if qualified, to vote and to stand for public office in order to prevent any group from obtaining a privileged position in the social structure. Both the federal government and the states are expressly prohibited from creating a hereditary nobility. Number 7. Protection of the property rights and personal liberties of the individual through constitutional limitations upon the powers of the nation and the states. In the main body of the Constitution, both Congress and the state legislators are forbidden to pass bills of attainder or ex post facto laws in the Bill of Rights, first to tenth amendments. Congress is forbidden, among other things, to interfere with freedom of religion or to abridge freedom of the speech or press, or the right of assembly and petition. Other guarantees of the Bill of Rights protect the individual against unreasonable search of his home and seizure of his property, against unfair trials, excessive bail, or cruel and unusual punishments, 
and against being deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, additional guarantees of personal liberties against possible tyrannical actions by the state authorities are embodied in later amendments, notably 13th and 14th, and in the Bill of Rights of the several state constitutions as well. federalism, or the division of power between the central government and the states. This principle underlies the entire structure of the Constitution in order to make doubly certain that it would be respected, it was written into the Bill of Rights, Tenth Amendment, the federal government exercises only those powers which are specifically enumerated or delegated to it by the Constitution, or powers which can be implied from those already enumerated to the states or reserved all powers not assigned to the federal government or specifically denied to them. The right of Congress to coin money and regulate the value of thereof is clearly a delegated power, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 5. While its right to establish a banking system is an example of an implied power, control of education by the states is an example of a reserved residual power. In certain instances, the exercise of power may be concurrent, for example, the right to tax and to borrow money. In case of conflict between a federal law and a state law, in an area of concurrent power, the federal law prevails. principle of separation of powers and of a system of checks and balances among the three branches of the federal government. To the legislator is assigned the power to make the laws, to the executive the power to administer the laws, and to the judiciary the authority to interpret and with the aid of the executive to enforce the laws in order to guard against the undue growth of one branch of the government at the expense of the others. The authority of each department is restricted by the powers of the other departments through an elaborate system of checks and balances. episode of Free Circle Freedoms. Like, share, subscribe, and join us next week when we dive back into the next episode of 
Visualized American Government, 1964 edition, where we will be covering evolution of the system of checks and balances.